This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It is time now for Science with Simi. Jason Tetro joins us as always, host of the Super Awesome Science Show podcast on Curious Cast. And today we're talking about something. And Jason, my mother was a big believer in this. She's spring fever. She always used to say that at this time of year, that she had spring fever. Uh, this is how, how is it that we're talking about this today? Well, you know, it really has been an urban legend. It's, it's almost as if uh, we hit spring and our brains just rev up. You know, we get more active. We may be up for some different types of fun. And that could include, you know, drinking, partying, and of course, finding some new love. Oh. But the question from a scientific perspective has always been, is spring fever actually real? Hmm. And so I have something good for your grandmother. Um, it kind of <laughs> is. And we now know why. Really? I, I always assumed yeah. that it just had to do with the fact that, you know, you're tired of being in the house all winter long. And then like once you can be outside, you just, you've been a bit restless and you want to get outside. There is some of that. However, the reason that you're feeling that restlessness is actually due to light. The more light that we have, especially if it's sunlight, but any kind of light, um, we tend to feel invigorated. And I actually spoke with a researcher uh, on the show who helped to discover this effect. Uh, her name is uh, Catherine Roa Klein at the University of Pittsburgh. And what she's found is that, you know, the longer days play a role simply because the light has an effect on our mood. And if you just listen to her, you'll get a feel for how that happens. Brain projections from the retina to um, different areas of the brain in the midbrain and the hypothalamus are thought to do things like increase alertness, increase attention, and either directly or through those mechanisms to increase our mood, if you think about it, or increase our positive mood, I should say. <laughs> if you think about it being more alert and more attentive, generally people find those things alerting and um, more more um, mood elevating, kind of like the effect of having a cup of coffee, although I wouldn't say it's necessarily that strong. Okay, interesting. So she's saying it's about the light. Yeah, it is. And uh, believe it or not, there's actually a paper that just came out like yesterday that actually shows that when you have light and visual uh, stimulus, it has an effect on your mood and how you remember things. And you know how she just paused there when she was like, I should say positive? Yeah. Well, the reality is, is that it's actually stronger for negative feelings. Oh. And one of the things about spring fever is that there seems to be a rise in people who have bad days. And believe it or not, spring always tends to see a rise in suicides. And we've heard about it in the news. I mean, in the last few weeks, how many people have we heard about celebrities who have committed suicide? Okay. And so why is that, though? Because you're right. You would think of it as a, as a good thing, being invigorated, more light, the weather gets warmer. What is it about it that makes it a negative? It's that restlessness. Because if you have friends and you have, have activities and you have the ability to do things, then you have an outlet. But if you don't have that outlet, you start to feel anxious. You start to have all sorts of different types of um, mental thoughts. And what ends up happening is that it can literally 
force you into a different kind of depression. So you essentially are going from, you know, the, the uh, seasonal affective disorder, SAD, that we have in the winter to a completely different kind. And that can lead to serious things. And on the show, we end up talking with uh, someone who specializes in sort of the first stages of this, which is that anxiety, John Abramovitz. And what he essentially says is that you have to find ways to, um, you know, get out there and, and do things because if you don't, then you have to find another way to be able to deal with all of that restlessness. Okay, so if you're feeling low, then it's going to get worse. And you, uh, do you need to kind of try to see that coming, I guess, at this time of year? That's what you really need to do. And if you can sort of prepare for it, uh, you know that whole term, an ounce of prevention is mm-hmm. worth a pound of cure. That can really help. Um, thankfully psychological research has actually come across a way of being able to predict and then to help yourself. Um, have you ever heard of mindfulness? Yes. Yeah. It's sort of this um, ability to go internal and to calm everything down. And some people call it meditation. It could be yoga. It could be a number of different things. But it does seem to help. And uh, if you listen to uh, Dr. Kasim Al-Mashat, uh, he was on uh, Global Vancouver recently, and he actually talked about what mindfulness can do for you in terms of helping you to deal with the problems that we face with that restlessness and, and other things. There's a difference between pain and suffering. We all experience pain in life. is inevitable. But suffering is what the mind does. Mm. So if you have stomach pain or a headache, that's painful. Suffering is how we react to it. That we can manage. That we can reduce. Interesting. So they're saying that by being more mindful of how, say, the weather is going to make us feel or how you know, more light is going to make us feel, that we can deal with it better. Absolutely. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people out there, including a lot of science skeptics, that are going to be like, oh, no, Jason has gone the metaphysical. But <laughs> let me tell you something. Have you ever heard that term? There's an app for that? <laughs> yes, I have. Well, believe it or not, there was an app that was created for mindfulness. And there was a study done on people, students actually, at the most stressful time of the year. And they want to see whether this app could help people to essentially prevent that suffering and the symptoms that come with it. And what they found was with that app, it significantly helped to reduce stress and that stress eating behavior. Now, I know that the you know mm. chocolate chip dough manufacturers are not going to like me right now, <laughs> but at the end of the day, the fa- if you have that mindfulness and you know how to use it, you might be able to help yourself prevent the symptoms that come when you have spring fever. Interesting. So, so much of that, I think, is like, I can see why people who aren't ready for this, it would be too much for them, right? Because a lot of people are so excited for spring. And I'm sure that could be overwhelming for people who don't think this is a great time of year. Absolutely. And I think that's really right now where we need to sort of realize where the science can fit into this is that we now know that spring fever is real. We now know that the cause is due to the increasing amount of light. So there's very little we can do about it. And so what we need to do is realize that once we start seeing those longer days, we've got to make sure that we're ready for it and that we have either those outlets so that we can, you know, get rid of that energy 
or we have the ability to be mindful so that we can prepare for it and be a little bit more conscious of what's going to happen so that we can deal with it. Isn't it so interesting too, Jason, though, in terms of the brain and how different and unique it is? Because you've got people who get like seasonal affective disorder where their brain needs the light in order for them to lift themselves up. And then there's people who are the opposite. You know, the, the, the funny thing is that it all has to do with the color of light. Now, we'd really just touch on this a little oh. bit in, in the show, but the light that we tend to really enjoy is sort of a blue-white light. Mm -hmm. And if you look at longer days, we end up actually having in the evenings more of that sort of reddish tinge light. And that is what causes us to be restless. See, when we get invigorated and we get happy and we get excited, it's because of that blue light. But once that light starts to become a little bit more uh, reddish, then what ends up happening is that we start to get ready to relax. We start to get ready for bed. That's why we have blue light filters oh. on our phones. And so if we continue to follow down that road, then it helps us to relax and go to sleep. However, if you've gotten so much of that invigoration and that restlessness, how are you going to be able to cope? Okay, well, I definitely have to listen to your podcast this week. Listen, Jason, thank you so much for joining us. It was such a pleasure. And to everybody, I wish you the best during spring fever. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jason Tetro, author of The Germ Code and The Germ Files, host of the super awesome science show podcast on Curious Cast.